podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Earlier than usual this week, uh, but since we are playing on Tuesday night and Dad Life coming first for me tomorrow night, we are recording on a Sunday, which is a, I think it's a first for for Club Deck Corner on the pod. I'm, I think it's not very often we record um, uh, a podcast on a, on a Sunday for, well, because we're usually all hung over, let's be honest. Um, this week, two wins follow a disappointing defeat, and now all eyes turn to the Swiss on Tuesday. I am Scott Carney, and joining me is Ali Pearson. Ali, how are you, mate? Not too bad. I am. Uh, thought I might be hung over today. I was hung over earlier on, I'll be honest about it, but I've, um, I'm a lot better now and ready to talk about, uh, obviously, Saturday and what happened. <laughs> Yeah, I, I honestly I don't remember the last time I had a really late night on a on a Saturday. I didn't, um, I didn't last night. Well, I got home from the I got home from the game, which is very different. Obviously, when you do the kind of press area and you come out and you get in a car and you just drive straight home, it's about that 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 takes a wee bit of getting used to. I think, uh, but I came in, and got something deep in the missus, had a few beers, and fell asleep watching the Auntie Joshua fight, mate. And she woke me up after the fight was over, and I was like, brilliant. <laughs> time to go to bed. So yeah, that's that's part and parcel of being a father mate it's what happens when you've got a 13 month old as well uh, but yeah um, I'm fresh as a daisy today fresh as a daisy um, so shameless plug before we get into things uh, to support the podcast to reach the next level you can join the YouTube channel for as little as 99p a month you can also buy the podcast a coffee and join the coffee buying legend membership via buymeacoffee.com all the links are in the description for this podcast and if you can like the video subscribe to the channel and tell your mates about us that would be great um, we're about 500 away from 5,000 subscribers now, which is just a bit a bit silly, just a wee bit silly, but we really do appreciate it, genuinely. Right, Ali, we'll start with uh, what I thought anyway was a very pleasing 4-0 win over Olivia Ibrooks uh, on Saturday. Bill made two changes to the starting 11 with Golson and Jack being rested, and they, they were rested, that was confirmed by the club uh, to the press area before the team was released onto social media, mate. So, Balogun and Sifuentes coming in to make his debut. What was your thoughts on the team when you first seen it? Yeah, first of all, before I get into that, before I forget, um, Les came and met us at Edison House yesterday. He thought you'd be there. You thought you'd be there. As Apologies, well, Les. So, yeah, we had a, a good chat with Les. So it's good, it's good to catch up with him. Met quite, quite, met quite a lot of people on Saturday, can you? But saying positive things about the podcast to us. Um, that was a good day meeting a lot of people there but I know in terms of the team I think Scotia got the team right actually I think he yeah, got the he team bang on he did uh, so for me I would I said I wouldn't have played Dessers because I don't think he I don't think he's fit enough I, I thought he was off off off, um, off pace during the week so I wouldn't have started I would have started Seema like I say we didn't know who the the folk that were maybe getting rested were at the time so that's why I had Goldson in but it makes sense. Connor Golson's been, he was injured last season. He's come back, played a lot of games. Makes sense to rest him. And Ryan Jack as well, obviously, for uh, the game of Tuesday. He'll come back in, no doubt. 
Yeah, no doubt. Uh, before I forget as well, there was a gentleman that shouted Carney at me, um, and he was in, I'm sure he was in hospitality, uh, and I didn't get a chance to go over and speak to you. I do apologise, but I was at the point where I lost my pass at the lanyard that I had on. The pass had fell off the bottom of it, so I was retracing my steps to try and find it. Uh, so I was uh, kind of like, how's it going? Thanks very much, and uh, apologies for not coming over to say hello. I do apologise, but thanks very much for the kind words of the pod, mate. I do appreciate it. Um, yeah, no, I thought the, the starting 11, mate, was... I was I was I was quietly no quietly not quietly is the wrong word. I was I was very happy with it when I seen it. I the only I, I get where you were coming from with, with, the, with the fact of starting Seema, but I think it's crucial to for Bill to to stick with the front three because I believe that that's what he thinks is going to be the strongest pick going forward. So it made sense for me for them to stick to for them to stick um in the starting starting eleven. Uh, and yeah, I was just delighted that it wasn't Cantwell that was one of those knocks and inverted commas, if you like. So I was I was very happy to see him starting and Sifuentes as well. Um, I was very excited to see him play, but no, uh, I I was was very happy with the team. Um. So I say into the game, mate, itself, um, we started pretty well. Um, I thought a link up play with Cantwell and Dessers leads to a shot from Cantwell that's saved by the keeper. It bounces back out to Lammers, who tucks it away. It's a good goal for him to get for his first competitive goal for Rangers, if you like. Uh, he couldn't really have missed. He buried it away nicely, mate, and I thought we were off to the races here. Yeah, I thought Rangers started very well in the game. Um, tempo was quick, the passing was good. Sifuentes is in the middle of the park as well. I, I like that dynamic with the three, if you want to say, in the middle of the park. But that link-up play was good. Cantwell, again, he's he's so important to this Rangers team. Cantwell, he, he really is. Um, keeper does well, pies out, and there's um, big Sam Lammers. Puts it away lovely, to be honest. He's, he's been owed a goal, if I, I have to say, because he's been unlucky with a lot of chances recently where goalkeepers have pulled off good saves, etc. But it was good for him to get a goal. And at that point, I thought, because against Livingston, it's always key. I know it's a, a cliche in football to get the early goal, but against them in particular, it is to see if you can get an early goal against them. You've, you should go on and get more goals after that. So after that, I thought, no, that, that's good by Rangers. And I was hoping um, that we'd go and score more goals. Yeah, same. And what I think is also important is the crowd didn't need an excuse in order to get a wee bit uptight and a wee bit angsty. So for an early goal against Livingston like that, it immediately buys the team some time. That's the way I look at it. It buys them some time within the game to settle. Um, an early goal is always good for that. Uh, but I thought it was, I thought it was very well taken. Um, I, I, I thought, um, I thought Lammers was in the right place at the right time, mate, to finish it. And I, I did think I was like, we've started well here. But again, mate, you're right about Cantwell. The guy's the the heartbeat of this team. He has to play. He's just undroppable. He really is. Uh, the the blip of not playing him against Kamarnock, I hope that was purely a blip and it never comes back again because he's he's very crucial for us going forward. And not long after it, mate, we thought it was two, and we thought it was Fuentes had got a yeah, a goal in his debut. Uh, but it was ruled out or his home debut even was ruled out for um it was ruled out for handball, mate, and it remained 1-0 at that point. Um, there was a break-in play uh, for an injury to Livy, uh, but it, at this point, as I say, I thought it was a more more than a decent half, and I did think we were starting to knock on the door a little bit. I don't think Livy really had much to keep us at bay. I thought they were, they were kind of struggling with our movement in particular. But, mate, from then on in, really, in that first half, 
we started to struggle. Um, I found that we didn't really make any clear-cut chances towards the end of the half. The only one really worth noting was probably Dessers header towards the end. I think it was an injury time of first half where from a James Tavernier across, he kind of flicks it over. Uh, but at half-time, mate, I went, right, OK, not everything's came off for us, but I believe a goal early in the second half was brought, would, would have been more than enough for us to um, more than enough for us to see the game through. What was your thoughts yesterday at half-time? Um, yeah, up to that goal that Sifuentes scores on his shot. He had a shot from outside the box. Everyone around about me were shocked because we don't shoot from outside the box. Uh, uh, um, that's true. That's so true. It was uh, it was good to see that. And obviously from the resultant corner, he puts it away. It's, it, it, looking back, I've seen it today in Sky. It's a ham. It is, it it's a ham. Hand, so yeah. it's, it's correctly ruled off um, as a goal. But after that, I agree. I think we'd, we'd, we went a bit laboured again. A bit stuffy. We just... Similar to... During the week, there we just morphed back into that. Instead of doing all the good stuff, we just we just morphed back to this. The tempo dropped as well, and I'll be honest, at halftime I was happy because we're one 0 up, obviously against Livingston. I, I knew it'd be a tricky game against Livingston. It always is. Mm-hmm. I was happy we were one 0 up. We were unlucky not to be two up. Um, I, I was the same opinion as you. To be honest, let's let's go out and get an early goal the second half and kick on and get a couple more. So that's what I was hoping at halftime. That's what I tweeted at halftime, mate, was, as I, as Ali says, early goal in the second half Rangers to kill it. And that, it, yeah. it would it's never rung more through to me, really, than I thought than, um, than Saturday, mate. I thought, if we get an early goal here, I don't think, I don't think there's much. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there's much for them really to come back on. <clears throat> but And before we go any further as well, I mentioned it briefly on the um, on the post-match I did yesterday with Stevie from Ibrooks. Um the refereeing, mate, I mean, how many times are we going to go through this? There was, I think there was a foul on a Rangers player that he didn't give, and then there was a blatant foul on the Levy player, but again, he couldn't give because he hadn't gave the one before for the Rangers player. And it, for a period within the middle of that half, he'd kind of lost control of the game. But this was the perfect tweet that i seen, mate, was that's Don Robertson being Don Robertson. He was poor yesterday. I thought he was poor for both teams in points, to be honest. There was ones that he gave a 100%. foul in. Um, for us, and I'm like, how's he giving, he's even giving us a free kick, that's, yeah. so, you know, he was baffling, I thought, but ah, we talk about referees all the time in here, can after most games, because the standard of referee in Scotland is abysmal, let's be honest about it, yeah. I know VAR is there to help them now for big decisions, but in general, play, refereeing, um, and obviously you're with Stevie, who's, he's a qualified referee, isn't he, Carney? So Yeah, um, he is, yeah. He's probably good to, <clears throat> good to have beside in terms of refereeing, but I, yeah, he was, he was poor, but, you know what I'm like as well at games, mate, right? So I, I, I can't really keep my gub shut. So obviously in the press area, you have to try your hardest to not react as much as you can. Obviously, you're, you're not still allowed, but like you can still have a kind of say on it and have a mumble to yourself about stuff. Of course you can. And there was points that I was like ready to like have a shout. I, I remember him turning to Steve at one point. I remember the one you were talking about. He gave a free kick to Livy, even though it was a free kick no, he gave, he gave a free, he gave a throw into Livingston, even though it was a foul on a Rangers player. And when the ball went out, it was actually a throw into Rangers, but he gave a throw into Levy. And I looked at Stephen. I went, "Okay, what happens there?" I was like, "What? What's he made a mess of there?" He was like, "He's made that up." I was like, "He's he's like he's completely made that up there." He's like, "He's got it all wrong," and he's just completely made it up. But yeah, you've got to try and restrain yourself slightly. Um, but yeah, following on from that, mate, into the second half, we started the second half not bad. We get two kind of early chances. 
Um, one from a Lammers header that just went wide of the post and then another one just from the angle that I was sitting at, it looked like he kind of scuffed it and it just kind of went wide as well. I think it was Lammers that had that opportunity as well. Uh, and I was thinking, right, well, we'll start it decent enough. So I was, I was presuming we were going we were going to kick on from it. But we tried to kill the game, I think, early on, mate. But again, it, it did become a bit... Clunky was the word that I kept hearing. Um, it just became a wee bit broken up, a wee bit. The passages of play weren't really flowing. Everything looked like it was a wee bit hard work and we weren't really clicking into gear. Look, and then we we gave Levy, Levy two opportunities, I think, um, that they, they'll be feeling not hard done by. One of them in particular um, with John Suter coming in to clear the ball away, um, a kind of last-ditch interception, which is a certain goal if he doesn't do what he does towards the front post um, with the ball coming out of the box. I thought that was terrific defending by John Suter. And obviously Jack Butland was called into action as well when Deschers was dilly-dallying on the ball, laid a poor pass to Raskin. The boy broke through and hit a shot and it was going in, but Butland did well to did well to save it and at that point mate as the game began to grow on a wee bit further than that I was I, I won't lie mate it crossed my mind I went this is I've seen this movie before yeah it was um, I'll be honest the first until he really made the changes the first 35 minutes that second half can it was poor again it was laboured it, it's just disjointed at times players as you missed Dessers dilly dallying on a ball when we'll come on to him um, well. <laughs> but um, it was uh, yeah and the more we did that it gave Livingston confidence and and, the, and you could tell they felt we could maybe get something here because the longer the game goes 1-0 that's what Livingston want they're going to get a chance somewhere and they did Jack Butland done very well the, the one you you were going to about was Suter for me Carney that's it's fine margins in football and that, that was one because that was a certain goal if he doesn't do that 100%. and if we're going one each how do we react to that? We could be sitting here tonight, a completely different podcast, potentially Rangers dropping points. They didn't, but that interception for John Suter was fantastic. He, he got a wee bit of stick for Kilmarnock, obviously, with the not clearing the ball yeah. that led to the goal last week. But this week he um aye, he he stopped that and it was it was brilliant for Suter. He was he was outstanding yesterday again, John Suter. Along with Balogun, I thought he was good to come on to them, obviously, but mm-hmm. That was a, a big turning point in the game for me when he did that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I thought, I agree, mate. I think Balogun and Suter at the back, I thought they were they were solid. And I thought John Suter just, he just marshaled the defence at times. He really did. But that that challenge, that interception, that's that's absolutely superb. That's what you're wanting from your defender. Yeah. He read the game really well, read the play really well. He knew he had to get there and he'd done it. Um, so no, I thought I thought Suter was, was absolutely tremendous. Um, interesting you say that... <laughs> Livingston were growing into the game, uh, going into the game, Martindale, when the presser after it, mate, said exactly the same thing. He said up until, obviously, we're about to come to it, Rangers made the substitutions. He's like, I, I thought we were in the game. He's like, I thought we, we were going to have a chance. The chance was going to come away. We were getting close. He's like, I know uh, Butland made a good save and obviously he mentioned that Suter interception. Like, the interception from Suter was fantastic. He's like, but uh, I, I did think the chances were going to come. Um, he did think, he thought he would, he would, would, they would get an opportunity. So, um, he was thinking the same line along the lane, the same lines as us, but there was carelessness. There's no doubt there was carelessness and poor decision making again. There's just a few, just it's not quite there yet. There's just, just bad decisions at the wrong time. You're just like it's, that's not that's not what you should have done there, etc. There's a few times the ball should have went right instead of going left, vice versa, and the, the wrong passes weren't getting picked. But the crowd were beginning to build on it, which I do think feeds onto the the 
the the pitch. I think it's natural for it to happen. But again, it's not a criticism of Rangers fans. This is what we are. This is what we do. This is what the pressure is of playing for this club. You have to make sure that you're you're making the right decisions more often than not. Anyway, I'll move on, mate, and we'll we'll discuss um, the substitutions, mate. That literally changed the game, and there's going to be words coming out of my mouth here, mate. That I can't quite believe, to be honest. Uh, so we did have a chance to score um, a second. Um, Sifuentes, he'd, he'd been a kind of bright spark throughout. He crosses to Danilo and he kind of seemingly missed a sitter, mate. I honestly, still to this point, I don't really know how Danilo managed not to score that. Whether he was put off the by, by the defender, you're going to have a better view of it than I, that I've had, mate. Um, he should have scored, yes, really. Yeah, he should have scored, Danilo. I know you're probably going to come on and play that. We were playing a a three up front at times, like they went into a two at times sometimes mm-hmm. up front. Danilo out wide, if you want to say, in the three. Not for me. We'll come on to when he went through the middle. Different player altogether, but mm-hmm. that chance in particular, can he? I, yeah, he's got to put it away. Um, we've been a bit wasteful in front of goal this season so far. I hope mm-hmm. it's not a theme because it's been a theme last season and previous seasons, but um, he's got to score, but I'll let him off. Yeah, we can let him off because we know what yeah. happens, mate. Yes. Yeah, but when he missed that, I just was like, how did he miss that? How did he manage to miss that? Uh, poor. It, it was poor. Um, there's no doubt. In terms of, uh, before we, well, obviously the subs changed them, mate, um, with um, Dessers coming off and Lammers uh, coming off, uh, Sima and Matondo coming on. Yes, Matondo. Um I don't think Danilo was really playing wide at any point, but I... I almost think that him and Dessers were in the same area as each other too, maybe too, a wee bit too often, and Danilo wanted to get himself involved more. I don't think Dessers is the type of player that's going to be dropping off to pick up the ball to to run forward with it. I think he's very much a penalty box striker, um, I think. I think that's probably where he's going to be at his best. Uh, but I think Danilo wants to get involved as much as he can because he was dropping very deep at points. But I do agree, the minute he got moved through the middle, mate, we were looking at, I thought we were looking at a different player. Um, I, I really did. But um, I say we did struggle still after that. We, we, we weren't, we didn't click straight away, but the the all I kept thinking was just get a second mate, and it happened. Um, a fantastic ball in by Borna Barisic, and I'm not just saying that to annoy Ryan. It was an absolute peach of a cross. Danilo is in the middle where we all want him to be, uh, straight onto his head, mate. Calmly heads it down into the ground, giving the keeper no chance, mate. And it's two 0 And I thought, thank goodness for that. Yeah, I was the same. The longer it went, I was thinking. I've seen this movie umpteen times. Don't do it. Don't do this to me. <laughs> Just on my Saturdays, well, which I enjoyed it around the Saturday, but they didn't. Fantastic whip ball in Bobona Barisic. She'd done a whip ball, obviously, during the week, Carney. Um, yeah. And um, Dessel's at a back post. But as with Barisic, it's all about. He has got a wand of a left foot. And there's Danilo in the middle of the goal. Great header for him as well. Puts it in the bottom corner. And composed, at that point, really composed. Yeah, it was good. Good <laughs> for him to get a goal as well. And at that point, they get, that was the game done for me. Um, good Livingston weren't scoring. They could maybe score one, but they were never scoring two. So for me, nah. the game was done then, and I could relax after that. And I think the team yeah. relaxed after that. I think the team did relax. I think Ibrooks relaxed, mate. I think there was a huge sigh of relief when the second goal went in. Um, and it did take to 78 minutes, but it doesn't matter when you get them, as long as you get them and you, you see the game out. And we very much did so. After that, they made three subs as well Cantwell, uh, Raskin, Sifuentes come off, uh, Dow, Lundstrom, and Sterling come on, which was interesting. We kind of dropped a three at the back and in the press 
presser after that, Bill says it is something that will become more common as well. He says it's something you should get used to seeing because it will become more common going forward in different games, which I found quite interesting. But five minutes after that, mate, and it was three. Um, great corner again from Barisic. Bit of chaos in the box. Danilo hits one that hits off the post, hits off the keeper, and it falls to Seema, who tucks it away, mate, to get his goal. And <clears throat> yeah, at that point, mate, I thought that's that's fantastic. We've done what we've had to do there. We've we've persevered, mate, through the the trough of the game, and we've got back to another peak, and we've we've scored two goals in five minutes to absolutely kill the game off. And at that point, mate, I very much went, mm, I'm going to relax now. Yeah, Daniel should score. I mean, he should score. He should, um, but it, it, it rattles back off the post, and Seema's there and puts the ball away. And yeah, good for Seema to get a goal as well too. He looked bright when he came on. Yeah, but yeah, three nil at that point, Carney. It was um, the game was well and truly <laughs> dead and buried at that point. And we saved the best to last, mate. Absolutely no oh. doubt about this. Um, a great break forward. Um, a wee flick from Dow into Matondo. Matondo burst forward, uh, carried the ball the, the majority of the pitch, and slipped it back into Dow's path, mate. Right, and he didn't have to break stride. He rifled it with his left foot. Keeper got a touch it on it slightly as it was flying past. Hits the underside of the bar and goes in, mate. A tremendous goal, mate. And the biggest thing about this, mate, is that's four players getting four goals in a game. And it's four players getting Rangers firsts as well in competitive football. Their first goals, which is which is brilliant. But it probably leads me on to a, a, a quite a nice segue, mate, into Bill's substitutions. Um, I'd seen a Scotia in the group chat. He'd said that he disagreed and it baffled him. I don't think you can criticise any substitution Bill made on um, on Saturday. Uh, I thought he got it absolutely spot on, especially with Dil Sima and Matondo. Yes, Matondo. Yep. He went for pace um, and it worked. He brought on Matondo. <laughs> Folk have a wee joke about Matondo comes on in Sima. Matondo was outstanding when he was on that football park, can I know. And that's, outstanding. I thought he was. I really thought yeah. he was. And I know, I, he was so. I mean, he was we, good. We, he was good. we've criticised the guy heavily oh, last year. Yes, heavily, we have. And rightfully so, let's be honest about it. But you need to give him praise at some points. I thought he was brilliant when he came on with Tondo. He was direct. He runs. See, he's, he's lightning quick with Tondo when he runs with the ball. Mm. His final ball, his passing was good. I just... I turned to the guys beside me and went, is that actually Matondo we're watching there? Is that mm. some other guy we've got? But he was he was very good, Rabbi Matondo. Um, and he's maybe, I'm not saying he's going to start going forward, but Michael Beale's maybe looking at him going, well, if he spent £3 million on Matondo, he's went for big bucks to, what did we get him from? Was it Schalke or something he went to from Man City? Yeah, Schalke, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so he went, went for big bucks there. So, I mean, there's something there. I mean, you can, there is something in Matondo, whether a, He's up to Scottish football or not, we, we don't know. But in that wee 15-minute cameo, yes, I know Livingston were tiring. The game opened up slightly more. But he was very good, Matondo. And that goal, Carney, that's that's one of the best goals I've seen Iverson quite a while, to, to be honest. And where I sit, close to, close to the, the Copeland and the club deck, fantastic strike by double. And um, like you say, that's four goals I did predict 4-0. Um, you so did. I got, you did. got that right. Um, but yeah, four Four individual guys that have, have scored the goals in terms of new players, uh, first goals for Rangers. I, I don't. That must be some sort of record. I'd, I'd like to think. When was the last time I we won think, four 0 at the game and I, yeah. new players scored? I wouldn't have thought that's ever happened before. Maybe it yeah. will have. I don't know. Somebody yeah. in the comments might correct us, mate. But I don't think that I'll have. I don't think that'll ever have happened before. Um, which is brilliant. That's what you want. It's what you want for this team. Um, which is probably why I found myself. 
so happy with the performance, so happy with the way that the game ended up and the way that it finished. At the end of the day, with the performance in patches wasn't good, but I think you're going to get games like that. It's going to happen. Do you know what I mean? Like we are, we've got short memories as football fans. There's plenty of games we've watched where we've done that for 60, 70 minutes, maybe a goal up and then 60, 70 minutes, nothing's happening. A few changes happen. The team you're playing against that's defending for their lives kind of lose their, lose their way. And all of a sudden we finish the game 4-0 and score three goals in the last however, however long. And again, I hate saying this, the other mob across the other side of the city, that's their game. That's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> that is that's that is literally what they do. So I'm not going to criticise it too much. But I think with Beal and the substitutions, but he noticed that Livingston had space. He's like, he noticed that there was space. Livy went two up top from the start of the half. I do think the changes should have come earlier and I would have much preferred that we get the second goal earlier than we did. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to criticise too much. We finished that game 4-0, mate, and I, I honestly, I just thought that, that was a fan, a fantastic reaction from what we've seen a, a week before. Um, it was kind of night and day stuff for me. I thought Rangers were worthy of it. I thought it was probably 3 nils probably fair, 4 nils maybe a wee bit harsh on Livingston, if that makes sense, but I thought there was only one team going to win that game, um, and especially after we rode our, rode our luck to a certain extent. Maybe not rode our luck, but we, we weathered the, the chances that even the half chances, there was no real goal scoring opportunities, I don't think, for um, Livy, apart from that one that Suter intercepted. But I, I think Rangers were good for it. I really do. I think we, we thoroughly deserved to win. And to be at 4-0, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very happy with that. Very, very happy with that. Um, we'll, we'll speak a wee bit about individual players, mate. Um, we've mentioned Cantwell, mate. He's a heartbeat of the team. Absolutely. We'll start with the negatives first, mate. First off, I'm going to start probably surprisingly, maybe not for you, James Tavernier, mate. I have got real concerns about James Tavernier, mate. I don't think he looks like he's there. I don't think he's looked like his legs have got anything left in them. I think I don't know, mate. I'm struggling to I'm struggling to really give him pass marks at any anything really he did on Saturday. I thought he was really bad on the ball at times, got caught out in stupid places, just not being switched on, do you know what I mean? Just really not being switched on, like mentally there. I don't, I don't really know what's what's happening there, mate. I don't know what your take on it was, but I did not think he was good on Saturday. Yeah. We came out of the the ground, Carney. He was the one guy, along with another guy, we'll talk about. But he was one that we were, they were we were talking about in terms of was really poor. I thought he yeah. was very poor on Saturday, Tav, and he's been. He's been poor most of this season, in pre-season and the start of the season. He hasn't been mm-hmm. great, Tav. I know he's 31 years of age now, Tav. He probably doesn't have the engine he used to a few years ago. But, yeah, it was as if, I don't know, he just laziness at times in terms of his mm-hmm. passing, getting yeah. caught in the ball too many times and shouting at other players for mistakes he's made. I thought he was very poor, Carney. And he's he's going to be in the team. He's not going to get dropped. He's a, he's a captain. I know we, we have this discussion every bloody year about Tav, about saying folks they put somebody else in but Sterling, Sterling's there Sterling's um, came on the second half there Carney, he's right up his ass. so if he doesn't pull his finger out Tav Michael Beale's got a decision to make and it'd be a big decision if he pulled the club captain out and put Sterling in there it's a big decision but at the same time Michael Beale needs to think about Rangers first, not about James Tavernier but um, at the moment he hasn't been playing well Tav didn't he play well last season, Tav, and kind of grew into the season, if you want to say so? I'm not going to throw the toys out the pram at Tav at the moment because he is a good player for Rangers, but at the moment he's not performing. 
He isn't. No, he definitely isn't. And Ryan obviously sits down front of, uh, sits down the govern front and you said that Suter was giving him an earful as well at times. Uh, I just thought he was poor. And I actually do think, mate, that people don't need any more excuses. There's a lot of people that are part of the F... FFS Tav Club uh, and they will not be for moving from that club I think the calls for Tav to be dropped will especially that Sterling come in um, not that I thought he was he wasn't bad I thought he did he was good it was pretty much as soon as he got the ball he'd done more than Tav had done he had got to the byline got, I think he got as a corner out it uh, and Stevie actually turned around to me and said he's done more than Tav and he's done that whole game just in that 10 seconds Um but the calls could be too loud for Michael Beale to ignore it. And yeah. you're right, mate. There's no there's no man bigger than the club. It's a cliche that we say all the time about the football club, but it's very, very true. No player is bigger than this football club. The club's always bigger. Uh, and Beal will have to... Bill, unless Tav pulls his finger out, um, Beal will have a decision to make. I think that's for, for absolute sure. Dessers, mate. Um, right. Where do we start? Now, I've not made my mind up on him, mate. I, I, I do still believe that there's... We need to give him time. If he was carrying injury at the start of the season and he's still catching up in fitness, I get that. I do. I understand that. However, there was a period and there was... I can't even remember what it was. I think it was in the first half. No, second half. It was in the second half. And there was like a 10-minute spell where everything he touched just turned to shit and I've not got a better word for it apologies for that but it did and you could hear the, you could hear the reaction from the crowd mate I'm not going to say I'm not concerned mate by it because I am I am slightly concerned by it he had a chance that was blocked on the line he also had a chance he was unlucky with in the first half um, right at the very start when he rounded the keeper the defender did be able to get back and stop it going in and turn it away for a corner and he was include, he was part of the build up for the first goal However, from then on in, he didn't have a great game. <laughs> Cyril Dessers, <laughs> where do we start? Eh? Yeah. The Rangers the Rangers fans on Twitter have, I think have, most of them have made their mind up on him, saying he's a donkey. Um it's um yeah, he had a poor day at the office on Saturday, can I thought he was um I thought he was woeful on Saturday, if I'm being honest about it. I wouldn't have played him inside. I get why we're playing him because we need these yeah. front three to click. I, I yeah. understand it. To me, it just doesn't look sharp enough. His touches are awful. Uh, Michael Beale has said, look, he missed the last two months of last season. He's not really had much of a pre-season. So we need we need to give him time. And as I've said in this podcast, you don't get time at Rangers. <laughs> Folk have judged him already. Including myself because I wasn't happy I know. on Saturday. I honestly thought, you, mate, even when I when I obviously I wasn't with you, I hadn't seen you in the Saturday, and I was like, he's not Ali will not be a happy man. Well, I was, I was, <laughs> see that he gave a ball away at one point. Livingston broke up and had a chance. I'm like, right, get him off now. But he was, yeah. he was doing my head and and in it, everything he touched, can it just wasn't coming off. Yeah. Um, it's a pity for him because you want him to do well. Obviously, got his goal during the week, which kind of hit off him, but. And the other side of the coin, we've paid the best part of reportedly four million pounds for a guy who's twenty nine. He's thirteen December. He's in the peak of his career. I'm expecting a guy at that price. I know in football in terms, four million pounds is, is pennies these days. But for us, not for us, though. Not for, for us, us, it's not. For us, it's not. So I'm expecting a. I'm expecting a lot more from him, Carney. And I'll be honest, I've been very disappointed with him so far. When Danilo went through the middle. 
I was like, yes, that's more like it for me. He, he's sharp. You can tell he's sharp. He's intelligent. Dessers is intelligent, but nothing's coming off for him at the moment. And I, I think we need to persist with him. We can't just pull him out of the team because we paid money for him, so we need to persist yeah. with him. But at the moment, yes, I'm um, slightly concerned about him, if I'm being honest. Yeah, me too, mate. I, I am. I would, I'd be a hypocrite and not true myself, mate, if I wasn't sitting here thinking, have we signed a donkey here? <laughs> like, have <laughs> we? <laughs> have we? But I, again, that's just the, the, the kind of bit of my head. But then obviously my, my rational head comes on and I go, oh, we, need, we need to give him time. We need, we need to know that he's fully fit and fully sharp and then you can make the decision on him. Uh, there could be a, there could still be something there. The partnership between him and Danilo could just walk all of a sudden and click and it could happen. But there's no doubt in my mind in that second half. And I think there was... There was one where he, I think he was down the left-hand side, mate, and he just the ball was just stuck under his feet and he was yeah. literally falling over as he was trying to correct. And at, at that point, I was actually thinking, Bill, take him off, to get get him out the firing line here because you could hear it and I, Brooks, mate, you really could. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm, but there, is, there is concerns there, but I'm still not fully writing the guy off. Um, he, he's, 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 allowed, he's allowed more time and whether we like it or not, he will be he will be played more. There's no doubt about it. I think Bill will persevere it times with him because I think he believes that Danilo and Dessers kind of partnership is one that's going to one that's going to come to fruition and get us a lot of goals and I hope he is correct. Last man mate before we move on, um Sifuentes, he was he was bloody good, wasn't he? I was very impressed, mate. I as you mentioned earlier, mate, the dynamic of that midfield three I particularly liked. Don't get me wrong, I didn't think Raskin was great. I thought some of his passes were very nice. poor yeah. on Saturday. But however Again, it's part of the whole gelling process that I'll I'll jump on the bandwagon and go with that. Uh, it's part of the whole gelling process. But Sifuentes, mate, as soon as the game kicked off and he started moving balls about, I thought, mm, yes, I think I think he looks a bit of a player. Yeah, he was he was very good in Sifuentes. That was a fantastic debut from um, sort of starting. If you want to say, I thought he was very good. Sifuentes, he has been playing football, so he has been playing football in America. So he has his match sharp, but at the same time, he doesn't really know his teammates. He's came for he's came from America. He's he's Ecuadorian, so I think he's living mm-hmm. in hotels at the moment until he gets a house or whatever it is over here. So yeah, for him to come and play uh, most of that game, I thought he was brilliant. Just the way he moves the ball, head up, he can shoot from outside the box, which I said earlier, which is good to see. Can you believe yeah, it? I know. Can I know, you believe it? I know. I like the dynamic of that midfield. Yeah, Raska. I don't think he was. It wasn't his best on Saturday. Give a lot of balls away, but. I like that dynamic in the midfield now. There's energy in that midfield now, which we've been crying out for because before we've been labelled in there for me. John Lundstrom's the one that gets it because he just slows us down. But yeah. with Sofrentes in there, Raskin, Cantwell, Lammers kicking about. Yeah, I like that now. It's it's fresh, <laughs> dynamic and energy, like I say. That's the main thing for me, energy. So, no, I was delighted with him. Yeah, I'm not going to, again... But... I'm not going to be overreacting on him the way like like the Dessers stuff. You know, I'm not going to be too quick to judge him. But yeah. for a debut at Ibrooks in front of a packed house to play like that, you've done yourself no harm at all. There, you really done yourself no harm at all. Uh, and he's not scared to get stuck in. I liked him. I liked his energy. I liked his his, his distribution of the ball. And and he was shooting. Yeah, uh, it's just it's a sight to behold, mate. I I think a lot of people believe that he's the last 
bit of the jigsaw to, for that midfield and I very much hope so but I was impressed with him I was impressed with him um, and the pressure after the game um, I thought Bill was actually quite harsh on the team he called it a bit of a mixed bag I suppose I can understand that but like I mentioned earlier mate there is there is many games where you you would probably expect a, like a team at Livy at home to be 3-0 up at half time realistically how many times has that actually happened it doesn't tend to be like that there tends to be sticky points in the game and we'll go and what you want is for it to eventually finish 4-0 which it did so uh, overall mate I'm not too disgruntled with the, the, the kind of dips that we've seen um, or the dip that we've seen in the, the I'd say t- maybe towards the end of the first half into the second half up to about 70 until the, ch- the subs were made um, I, I'm not going to be too critical of it I think it was frustrating yes but I think there's a lot of frustration coming from last weekend onto it as well Still, we're still waiting to be impressed if you like but to finish that game for now and for the subs to make the impact that they did I thought that's a good day at the office for us yeah, I get what people saying, to be honest, because the first 20, 25 minutes, I thought we were very good. And the last 15 minutes, we were very good. The bit in between, yes, could be better, to be honest. Uh, obviously, the suitor challenge for me changed the game. If they score, we could be talking about something different. But overall, somebody told me going to Ibrox on Saturday. Well, I know I predicted it, but somebody said... <laughs> You're going to win 4 0 against Livingston. But you didn't actually up. believe it, though, so I don't know if I can give no, you that. No, I was being optimistic. I was, yeah, didn't, no, yeah. I didn't. I'll be honest, I didn't. I was being optimistic <laughs> on the podcast. I think we were all being optimistic. Yeah. But um, yeah, if, if somebody said 4 0 to me, I would have grasped that. Um, like you said, it doesn't always work that way against these teams, can Yeah, you want to go there and you want to blow them away and be 4 0 up after 50 minutes, whatever it is. And football doesn't work like that. So. Yeah. Overall, I was I was more than happy. Um, I wanted to come out iBooks happy. Bit of a buzz going in Edison House for a pipe, and I thought I was. To be honest, I thought everyone was in there. I thought there was a good there was a good feeling amongst the Rangers fans, which was good to see because we've been mumping a wee bit recently about not enjoying what we're seeing. But it's a brand new team. It will take time. There will be wee bumps, but I thought Saturday was very pleasing. Four 0 clean sheet. Um, that'll do for me. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and other special mentions, I think, go to, as you mentioned, Balogun. thought he was solid. I thought he was very good up against that Nubly. I thought it was he was he was winning that battle every day. And as well, Butland as well, when he was called into action, I thought he was I thought he was superb. So no, all in all, the majority of what I've seen, um well, taken away from the game, the positives are way more than what the negatives were for me. Uh, there is, of course, still work to be done. There's still early days for this team, but to leave that for now, yeah, I agree with you, mate. I had a, a wee spring of my stilp as the left eyebrooks, and I thought, yeah, that was that was much better, much more like it, and it was what we needed after the disappointment of um, Saturday last week, and obviously the, bad, the, dis- the disappointment probably of Wednesday just because of how poor the second half was on Wednesday night so yeah all in all um, happy enough of that on Saturday uh, we'll move on to this event preview mate just quickly I know we touched a wee bit on it on um, Friday on the pod so we do travel to Switzerland to place a vet uh, in the second leg on Tuesday night while we were at the presser, mate, um, after the game on Saturday, he said Lundstrom won't travel as he has a family matter, which will explain Jack being rested, mate. Um, I think a lot of people maybe expected John Lundstrom to come back into the fold on Tuesday night, but I think it's pretty clear to see that uh, Ryan Jack will be the one that starts on Tuesday. But after yesterday, mate, um, any more confidence, feeling slightly more confident going into Tuesday night? Yeah, Saturday for me was a perfect game for Rangers, winning 4-0 going into this game. 
should be confident playing against Servette. Servette are a decent team. They're organised, but we're better than Servette. Let's be honest yeah. about it. We, sh- we should be going through this tie. I expect Rangers... I don't want Rangers to set up um, too negative, to be honest, over there. I would rather Rangers took the game to Servette when we go out there, play our own game, don't do what we did against Kamara and play with two sitting midfielders, whatever it is, go out there and kill this tie off. And I think he will, Michael Beal. I think he'll look at Servette. Um, yeah, they're organised, like I said, but I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm confident, Carney, going over there on Tuesday, I really am. And I think we should be confident going there against Servette. And I'm, I'll be honest, I'm expecting Rangers to, to beat Servette on Tuesday night. Not even a draw, I'm expecting Rangers to beat Servette. Yeah, um, same mate, I'd agree with you And even at that as well When, when Servette see that we've won 4-0 We do it as fans mate I always check their last game They could be playing a team I've never heard of before mate And win 5-0 And I'd be like, oh they won 5-0 at the weekend Do you not remember they could have been playing jobbers for all I know yeah. But it's still, it's part, all part of the mentality And it's good for the team You know what I mean, it's very much good for the team Saturday wasn't only a good result for us fans, mate. It was a very good result for the team and squad morale. Mm. It's very good for them. Um, as I say, four new boys getting goals, mate. That's what you want. The, the boys are going to feel, right, OK, I'm off and running now. I'm at the races now. So, yeah, I'm the same, mate. I think no matter what team he decides to go with, I think we've got more than enough to to get the job done over there. And I do expect Rangers to win as well, mate. I don't think we're going to go out there and blow them out of the water, but I think... They'll they'll be organised at a point. They're going to need to decide that they're going to have a go at us. Whether they choose to do that right at the start or not, we'll need to wait and see. But Rangers just need to be at it, I think. And if they do come right at the start, then match them, match their intensity, match their tempo. Uh, and I've, I'm, I think our quality will shine through, and we'll 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 get through that tie. Um, that, that's that's what I'm hoping for, mate. That is what I'm hoping for. Uh, so before we go to follow, mate, let's pick let's pick a team. Um, what do you think the team will be? I think we'll probably pick the same team, to be honest. But um, if you can give me your teammate and your predicted score, that would be magic. And then I'll let you go since it's a Sunday. Um, bottle on the goal. Yeah. I know we've just slated Tav on this podcast, but Tav will start. Goldson comes back in. John yeah. Sewer. Yeah. Barisic. Ryan yeah. Jack. Yep. Yeah. Raskin. Yep. Yeah. Todd Cantwell. Yep. Yeah. And I'm going to go with Dessers, not Dessers, sorry, Lammers, Danilo, and Seymour. I'm, yeah. I'm dropping Dessers. I just think he was running quicksand in that game. I'd I'd mm. pull him out for a game, Carney. He's on the bench there to be used, but I'd pull him out. We've got uh, Morton coming up at the weekend, which I think is a perfect game for him, possibly, to maybe get his confidence up. So I'd be looking at that. And I'm going to go, I think that mob will score. I think they will score at some point. I'm going to go 2-1 Rangers, Danilo will score. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm remarkably similar to that, mate. We score as well. I don't, I don't really care who scores first. If I'm going to be completely honest, but I, I think the only question mark I have, mate, is whether he plays Seymour or plays Dessers. I think the rest of the team picks itself. I really do. Uh, the, uh, he, he might play Jack. Sifuentes and Cantwell possibly because of how good Sifuentes was and maybe try and continue to build with him and I thought not that Raskin was poor and I certainly don't think he needs dropped by any stretch of imagination before Andy says that because I think Raskin's a quality player I really do but he wasn't the best and maybe a wee game out for him might do him good but you do have the Morton game coming up when you could rotate all those kind of things coming into it but um, yeah I'll, I'll probably pick the same team as you mate I think I'll Dessers to come on maybe for the last 30 minutes see how he gets on doing it that way round um, but it's possibly a shout it's possibly a shout and I think Seema 
I thought he was great when he came on. They're not great. I thought he was good when he came on on Saturday. I thought he made an impact. Um, so he, he maybe deserves a start. But yeah, I'll go for exactly the same scoreline as well, mate. And I'll go for who did you say Danilo to score first? I'll Danilo. say I'll say Cantwell to score first. But yeah, uh, very much looking forward to it. So very much looking forward to it. It's a half seven kickoff, I believe. Um, on BBC, yeah, so very much looking forward to it. Ali, for a Sunday night, mate, I can't thank you enough for joining me. Cheers, mate. I know, I've just ordered a takeaway during this <laughs> podcast, which people wouldn't have realised there, so I'm getting a, a Thundercats tonight from oh, the town. Mate, so, that's class, yeah, very yep. good. So I'm looking forward to that, but no, delighted to be on talking about Rangers, and it's um, it's good to see that actually smiling after the weekend watching Rangers. Mm-hmm. It's good, yeah. It makes a change, then it really does yeah. make a change. Yeah, so thank you everybody for tuning as to un- tuning into us tonight. We will be back with our club reaction pod on Tuesday after the game. So until then, enjoy the match. I hope your team at least gets a draw, but I do think Rangers will win. I really do. But I hope um no matter what, I'm speaking to you on Tuesday and we Rangers are through to the to the next round. So thank you for tuning in. Please like and subscribe, all the usual stuff, and we will speak to you on Tuesday. We are Club at 22, the Rangers Podcast. Cheers, everybody. Podcast Network.